0: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Padres are getting ready to wrap up the first month of baseball season, and I think things are kind of going maybe the way we expected, which is probably not what Padres fans want to hear, but it is what it is. I'm Allison Sutter. I'm here with A.J. Caspell, who covers the Padres. And A.J., um, I actually want to start with uh, talking about somebody who's actually not on the 25-man roster, but it is sort of big news, Austin Hedges who is a top-catching, we don't call him a prospect because he's got major league experience, but um, the next guy up, I guess, and he's out for a while with, uh, after having surgery. So what happened there?
1: Yeah, uh, so he, he injured his, he fractured the hamate bone in his left hand uh, while swinging, and actually the news is better than the Padres initially thought. They initially said six to eight weeks, uh, he's getting surgery today, and uh, so he will have a, uh, he will only be out apparently four to six weeks, the Padres uh, say now. And apparently he texted uh, Padres manager Andy Green saying it's going to be four. So all things considered, from what we thought it was going to be yesterday to what we think it might be now, it's better news for the Padres, but the the, the problem really is just the fact that he's hurt and he's going, he's going along so well. He's hitting over 300, and he was arguably the Padres' best hitter during spring training. Uh, so and and he, he's always been a defensive guy. He's always had all the tools defensively, but he seemed to kind of be turning the corner offensively. And this is one of those injuries that Giancarlo you know, Stanton something similar last year. This is one of those injuries that uh, it can when you come back, you're not necessarily your full self offensively right away.
0: Yeah, I mean they have to be really careful. There's no reason. I mean that's nice that they have shortened from from six to eight to four to six. I guess I'm more suspicious or precautious of this when I'm thinking about pitchers but there's mm-hmm. no reason for a guy who's not in the big leagues right now to be rushed for any reason whatsoever I'm sure that they will proceed cautiously with him um, yeah there's, but there's, there's yeah, no reason at all
1: was, and the one yeah. thing is they they're, they're gonna remove the bone so once it's gone theoretically there shouldn't be an issue but uh, coming back from surgery uh, is never easy and there's, there's always a time there's always a recovery period and an adjustment period to uh, just Live pitching again.
0: Um, Offensive catchers are luxuries. Well, I I guess guys who catchers who can hit who are really good defensively. That's like a that is the hardest thing to find. It is Mm -hmm. there is never an overload of catching prospects anywhere in baseball. Um, But that so so the injury aside, I mean it has to be encouraging for them to see the progress that he has made. Um, at the plate. I mean, we don't know if it's going to translate to the big leagues, but it certainly is a big step in the right direction. He's already hitting over 300.
1: Yeah, and the organization kind of thought he, he was hes major league ready kind of already. At the end of spring training, Andy Green said it, it, he, he said sending Hedges to AAA was one of the tougher decisions he had to make because he thought he proved himself major league ready in spring training. But at 23 years old and as one of the club's top – I mean, he's not technically a prospect, but as one of their top young players, they want to make sure he's getting at-bats every single day and that, that he's kind of continuing uh, continuing his progress on offense because the progress was so good. So uh, obviously this this is a little discouraging because he won't be getting those at-bats. Uh, but like you said, it, you, you can never have uh, too much catching in an organization. And Hedges has a very bright future ahead of him. He's only 23 years old. Uh, so if he's out for a month now. uh you know what, if you have to be safe and hold them out an extra week or two, that's
0: not the worst thing. No, definitely not. Okay, so there have been some bullpen call-ups. Uh, the fact that the bullpen is already gassed is uh, not a good indication of how things are going. But they have had to shuffle things around. So Michael Kirkman comes up. What can you tell us about him?
1: Say that again? Sorry, I can hear you.
0: Uh, Michael Kirkman, what can you tell oh. us about him and the bullpen?
1: Yeah, and so, so uh, essentially the bullpen was just, two tacks. So they needed an eighth guy and and Andy Green is not necessarily an eight guy in the bullpen kind of manager. I know a lot of guys are Bruce Foci being one of them. But uh, right now the Padres needed that extra arm because their bullpen's been pitching so many innings. Uh, uh, their starting pitchers have not been going deep enough and that's probably the biggest reason for the bullpen struggles. The bullpen uh, the bullpen's numbers are not pretty but that's what happens when they're throwing so many innings. So Kirkman really is just, he's just, re, he's just a reinforcement. Um, at, this, at this point, they kind of just decided, hey, we need that extra arm in our bullpen if our starters aren't going to be giving us all this time Or all
0: these innings. Right. So they're in the – so Patriots are playing the Giants right now. And their last two losses, they lost the first two games of the series, 5-4, to four, one nothing. Um, is that more frustrating for them to be right there um, and to have these games winnable and then to not win them considering the start they have to the season, which is not very good?
1: Absolutely. it's, it's These I would say these two games are probably the most frustrating in the Padres' call of any of the games so far this year. Obviously, they don't like getting shut out in, in the opening series against the Dodgers, but at the same time, you can... You can stomach those losses and say, hey, we deserve to lose those games. I would argue that the Padres have outplayed the Giants the last two days, uh, but that one big hit at that big moment just hasn't come. And last last night, the, the Padres had plenty of chances. Uh, the Giants really only had one, and the Giants got a hit in that moment. The Padres did not get a hit in any of their three chances with runners on third base and one out. And uh, the Giants won it, and I think that's that. Those are the type of games the Padres are going to have to learn to win uh, because they're going to be in a lot of close games this season because their offense isn't isn't one of the top tier offense.
0: James Shields had a very good outing. I mean, he was the uh, hard luck loser in that one. Three hits over seven innings, just one run. Um, and I know this is really early to speculate, but the, I mean, this uh, it, he you wonder if he's going to be playing for uh, whoever wants to trade for him at the deadline, it seems like this would be somebody – he's obviously making a lot of money. But with the Padres not really expecting to to contend anytime soon, I would think that he might be on the block. So we should probably be paying attention, close attention, to what he's doing on an individual basis moving forward.
1: Yeah, and what he's doing I think a lot of teams will like. He's he's eating innings. He's been probably the only Padre that's consistently eating innings. He's thrown thrown six innings in all five of his starts. And even if he's had a couple outings that weren't great, but he kept his team. He's kept his team in the game in all five of the starts. He's just getting absolutely no run support. So if, if you're a team that may that has an offense but has a void in the pitching staff, that's there's there's a an arm that could fill it. He's a. He's gotten, I want to say, six runs of support total in the five starts that he's made. He could very easily, if the Padres are 0-5 in his starts, they could very easily be 4-1 in those starts, but they just haven't gotten uh, the runs that they need.
0: Wow. Has there been any frustration on his end? Well, it's it's interesting because last
1: year, I don't know if you remember, the start of last season, uh, he was getting so much run support. His ERA was, I think, higher than it is now, uh, and he started off something like 7-0, and right now he's he's 0-4. Uh, he's, he's a veteran. He knows that, I mean, obviously he says he's frustrated, but not, not by the fact that his offense is doing, is, isn't doing anything for him. It's more by the fact that hey, the Padres aren't winning games. And uh, he, he's been through this long enough where he kind of knows that the offense isn't going to be this bad for him all year. They're, they're going to start scoring runs for him, and uh, the record evens out. Like it did last year in the other direction.
0: Yeah, totally. Okay, Okay, good stuff. Thanks, AJ. Catch up with you next time.
1: All right, thanks for having me on.